you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, so respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, respect it, respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat. What's up, y'all? Respect the Chat Podcast, episode 52, back in the building. The RDC crew is here. Frankie's here. What's up? Frankie's, a.k.a. Lazy Bones, didn't even set up our table for us that we're usually sitting at. We're on the couches with the microphones in hand. Rich is here. What's up, everyone? Rich wants to give a special shout-out to his man, his boy, 52, the Ray Lewis episode. What you got to say about Ray Lewis, Rich? Hall of Famer. Agreed. We'll start off right there. Agreed. Frank. Hall of Famer, Frank. Hall of Famer. Agree or disagree? Obviously, you agree on that. Well, that's a fact. Okay. That's All like, right. <laughs> what is to disagree? Not opinion. No, okay, do, just do checking. Do you think he, he, he deserves to be a Hall of Famer? Yeah. I just don't think that he's the best ever. Okay, be- let's fun. do best ever now. Best ever linebacker? I think so, because I'm a huge Best ever fan. linebacker, Frank? Lawrence Taylor. Okay. It's, I mean, Lawrence Taylor's more of an edge rusher, though. No, he's a... He's more of a DN before he no, no, really no. is. He's a linebacker. I mean, that's what his position says. Clear Max, a linebacker. Von Miller's a linebacker. They're rushers, but okay. they're linebackers. So you say greatest linebacker ever? Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor. Brian hard Erlacher. To, hard to debate that, but I, right, Rich, I agree with you 100%. Ray Lewis is the greatest linebacker ever. An unbelievable player. He was a 13-time Pro Bowl. Woof. Seven-time All-Pro. Two-time Super Bowl champ. 2000 AP Defensive Player of the Year, 2003 AP Player of the Year. He was drafted 26th overall in 1996. He was a first-round draft pick. That's when they picked up him and Ogden, right, was the other guy? Yeah. Brandon, yeah. Uh, what the heck is this? For? Isn't it Brandon no. Ogden? I'm, I can't. John Ogden? Jonathan, Jonathan Ogden. Yep. Jonathan Ogden, the, li- the, the lineman. Yes. Yes, offensive lineman. I have to be careful with names. That's uh, okay. That's t- we'll quite get to okay. the we'll get to the other part later on in the episode. All right, what's that? The names? Names Where I game? messed up last week. Oh yes, okay, <laughs> yes. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Ray Lewis, though, man, one of the greats, one of the greatest of all time. Uh, Rich is not biased just towards him. Go ahead, Rich. This guy had thirteen hundred tackles, right? Forty-one sacks, seventeen forced fumbles, and thirty-one interceptions. Dang! How many years Ray play? Seventeen. Let's go. And a stupid dance. Best the greatest dance ever. dance ever. Now listen, now Are listen. You kidding is me? Ray Lewis's dance better, the best ever, or is Dion Sanders? All right. See, I just as soon as I said that, I said, "Well, right. hold up, Dion." Right. I, Dion's dance is iconic. And this is why. This is why I think Dion's. Hold is the on. Best wait ever. a second before you finish. Yeah. <laughs> is there more guys? To no, do? no, no, no. If you seen somebody in the club break out, <laughs> no, wait, Ray Lewis. No, no, no. You're gonna. You're gonna be like, "Damn, that's a that's an awesome <laughs> dance." <laughs> All right, if it's done in a club, no, that okay. guy's nuts or that person <laughs> is nuts. They cannot do. He that. had one but, too many. But right, right. <laughs> but on the field, we're talking about celebration, and the reason why Deion Sanders celebrated. You can't celebrate at the beginning of a game. You didn't do nothing yet. That's what he was letting y'all know. I'm about to do something, and I'm gonna celebrate now. But Deion Sanders is be- is the best ever because. He started his dance at the 50-yard line. Did it the whole way. <laughs> he didn't even get in the end zone yet. Kind of like Ray Lewis didn't play yet, but it was a celebration type of thing. Best celebration, you know? This guy's starting it at the, like, the 50-yard line, 40, 30, high-stepping before he even gets in the end zone. And then it's, like, then it's like 15 seconds of a dance. One of the best ever. But agreed, Rich. Ray Lewis, I was busting Rich's chops. I was going to call it the Khalil Mack episode. Just a busted chops. But f- 52, Khalil Mack, nowadays, nowadays, it would be his episode, but it's got to be the Ray Lewis episode overall, right? Of course. Okay. Right. I ain't gonna, my voice. I ain't going <coughs> to argue with you. I Mike, gotta, can, I, can I just apologize to the fans yes. and you? Go ahead, yes, yes. For the huge mistake I made last week? <laughs> Put some respect on it. Go ahead, Rich. Listen, Tell we're them. average guys. Right. First of all, it's kind of, as much as it's my fault, it's as much as your guys' fault. You guys didn't correct me. True. I had no idea. I thought that you had some inside information. Well, last week. I did, too. That's why I didn't (laughs) say anything either. I was like, dang, I never heard that the Dallas Cowboys got Cameron Wake. Is he still playing? I don't even think. I don't think so. (laughs) Because when I Googled it, I'm like, yo, maybe Rich knows something that Google don't know yet, man. Uh, So last week, we made the announcement that the Cowboys signed Cameron Wake. Well, not we. I did. 
right? Way off. <laughs> way off. It was oh, Robert Quinn. Gosh. Yes, which I'm pumped about. Robert which Quinn is correct. for the Rams, yes. <laughs> so. Yes, I'll definitely take that. We have to correct ourselves. We definitely got to correct ourselves more oh. after we listen to ourselves, and then we got to come on and apologize about it, and then we got to just give a little backstory of why. But you are right. We're three regular guys trying to watch sports. Now, let me give you an opinion, too. Like, I love to watch ESPN way more than I do, but I don't for some reason. Maybe I, I, I attribute it to that I get up too early, and I'm, like, in a rush to get my stuff ready. I ne- almost never get my lunch ready. So I got to get that ready. I got to get my clothes on. I got to warm up my car. Some days, like on Wednesdays, I got to pull the garbage up the hill. Some days, I curse you. On my way up the hill, not verbally. And who you curse? Who? Well, I don't curse in the sense of the word curse. But Rich, I'm like this guy, man. Can this guy bring up a garbage pail once on a Wednesday morning? <laughs> but yo, then I'm like, yo, this up. guy gets up. It. Hold on, let me just <laughs> see where my head goes. Like I know this guy gets up like two o'clock in the morning, and if he gets up at two o'clock in the morning, the bear might get to it, and the animal guy might get to it up to that time. Is that the thought process going into it? Not my thought process is the neighbor's gonna be you like, "What it. the hell's going on at two <laughs> o'clock exactly in the morning?" That's exactly what he's saying. You're weird. You're, you're, Mike got it. At two o'clock in the morning, when I'm waking up, going to work, you think the neighbors are gonna be happy with me rolling up a a garbage pail, Listen, waking you guys up? I too? don't care. I'll be woken up for that ten, fifteen seconds <laughs> that it lasts, and then I'll go back to sleep. Like, yes. Shout out to Pat, our our uh, baseball analyst, who we're gonna have on pretty soon because there's a lot of stuff going on. Ph. But I like he used to, call to live him. in Staten Island. He used to bring his garbage out not only three in the morning, <laughs> in Staten Island, in his undies. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> not even getting suited up. Sometimes I think about going out, like, straight out of bed, right to the pails, right up the hill. But this is why I got on this rant. I don't get to watch SportsCenter enough. or or agree. Or TV that I want to, like, games and stuff like that anymore. As I got a little older. Is that it? Is it as we get a little older, we have less time? Yeah, to, we, or is it family, or is it a, a, a tribute to a lot of different factors? Like, I want to watch sports more and sports anymore. We just have a lot more, more going. We, we have more responsibility in our right. lives now. We got a full-time job. We got mm-hmm. wives. Frankie got a camera. Definitely. So. That's why I watch one, <laughs> at least one full run of Sports Center a day. That's what I do. You for. do you get one in? I usually do. Okay, Dude, yeah. I used to watch ESPN like five times over and over, yeah. like the uh, same highlight. Yeah, me too. But I can't. I usually when I get home at like seven thirty in the morning, I'll try to get like a full run of sports of sports and a top to front to back, front to back. Yeah, back in the like, day, my wherever tension. I start it, you know. Yes, yes. I'll and, just continue on. And then to when the you next start one. seeing the same highlight again, yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Back okay. in the day, my TV Bubble was guppies. programmed that when I turned it on, it went straight to Sports Center. Like yeah. that, well, you know how like are like the TVs you turn on? It's like the Blue Ridge, basic whatever screen. Mine yes. was yes. ESPN. I, I programmed it to that. That's all I ever watch. Yeah, like you said before too. It's like, um, we when I was when I was growing up, me, John, and Rudy, man, we used to just watch it over and over yeah. and over the same one over to the point that we know obviously know exactly what the guys are gonna do on the highlights, and we know what the guys are gonna say broadcasting it. Listen, you know. I don't know. Stuart just, Scott, I don't, one I don't of the best yeah. ever. If we're a little biased, yes. but like Stuart Scott, Chris Berman, yes. Tom Jackson, like the ESPN, uh, NFL, and the guys on the NFL Countdown. Yep. Like that crew was unreal. Yeah, I don't know it what it is. I cannot get used to this new crew. No, and it's a whole new setup, and I get it's it. Changing, changing with the times. It is. I get it. No, no, not only that, oh. but they they switch people out so much you don't get used yeah, to a person. Exactly. Exactly. But that old crew with Mike Dicka. Oh. Uh, Oh, Michael Irvin, right, was countdown. on there for a little while. Or was the that countdown? Keyshawn Johnson? Keyshawn. You talking about the countdown? Yeah. I think it was Keyshawn. Chris Carter. Yeah. Tom Jackson. Sports Chris Center. Sports Center was like one of three guys. And it was always them three that were rotating. Yeah. yeah. You know? Stuart Scott was classic. Booyah. Who's my man See that still got the show on late night? Scott Van Pelt. Scott Van Pelt. Rich right, Eisen. Ben. Rich right. Eisen's still there. Those guys over there, man. Like, those were the guys I used to wake up and watch it to. I wish I got to watch it more. I know there's a lot of different things I'm happy about in my life that I don't watch it, but that's the way we're coming from from these episodes. Like, we got information from the internet then, and then a quick highlight when we get to see it, or when we get to watch, sit down and watch the game, or just th- that's the best part about it, I feel like this podcast. It's like you're getting like what the regular average dudes are talking about. You know what I'm saying? And, but we watch and we know enough history on it and what's going on, and then we do our research about it. Well, me and you do. I don't know how much Frank does. <laughs> this is one episode. I watch Sports Center. Um, but th- that's the best part about this uh, this yeah. podcast. You know what I'm saying? 
And any second we do have a, a chance to watch any type of sport, yeah. we're sitting down watching it. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. Oh, I'm down for that. Speaking of, the UFC men, uh, Respect the Chat podcast wants to get you guys more into the UFC. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Ryan, and all those cats out there in Pittsburgh, man. I know they have become more of a UFC fan over the you know last uh, year or so. And he, I'm definitely going to be telling him to check out this one next weekend. UFC 236, I believe. Is that what it is? Yeah. UFC 236, Max Holloway versus Dustin Poirier. Second time these guys are fighting. First time they fought Poirier won, Max Holloway was 20 years old. I think it was his first fight ever. He stepped in. Uh, you know, un- Two guys got hurt who were supposed to fight Poirier initially. Max Holloway stepped in. Looked pretty good, but lost. Whole new Max Holloway, obviously, right? Dustin Poirier, great, absolutely great. We're going to talk more about the results, I feel like, next week of these fights. So give me a quick, both of you, who you think wins and why. You want to go first, Rich? Who you think wins? Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier, too. Who wins? And who gets the interim? This is going to be the interim belt. To be honest with you, I don't really know. I'm like, I don't really know much about Max Holloway. Okay. I'm like, I think I've seen him fight once. Dustin Poirier, same thing, maybe two, three times. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, to be honest, I don't really know too much background on these fighters or, or, or you know, the the previous fight what they had. Yeah. But I mean, just seeing what I do see of Max Holloway and like. His uh, highlight hi, uh, highlight reels and the way he fights and the way the way you guys talk about him, mm. I just feel like get it. Whoa, oh cat got your tongue, dog. Got it. <laughs> Drink some water. Go ahead. I just feel like this is Max Holloway's time. You know, like it. Don't, don't I mean from what I've seen too. Dustin Poirier is a, a brawler. Oh yeah, big time. This is gonna be a standing bang fight. Yeah. If it goes to the ground, both guys are pretty decent on the ground. You know, relatively the same in there. I feel like skill level. And just a absolute show it's going to be. You got Max Holloway winning? Yeah. I'm pumped to see. I, I want to see more about these fighters. Yeah. You know, yeah. You, you and Frank know more than I do. I'm getting there, yeah. you know? You're going to like this involved. fight, Rich. You're going to like this fight. Ryan and the cats out there and everyone else around the United States who tunes in is going to get a real fight, man. A really good fight. So you say Max Holloway wins. He fights Khabib when Khabib is done with his things to unify the 155 belt, right? Frank, what do you think? I this this fight's a huge question mark for me. I think Max Holloway's going up in weight. We don't really know how he's gonna look at one fifty five is one thing. But also like I think that if it was if it was a, a pure MMA fight, which it obviously is, Max is the better fighter. I think he's better on the ground, he's better in the clinch, he's a better overall fighter. But that's not what Max wants to do. So that's not what the fight's going to be. It's going to be a boxing match. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a stand and bang match. And Dustin Poirier is an amazing boxer. Mm-hmm. So it could really go either way for me. But at the end of the day, I think that Max's cardio and just everything that he puts together, switching stances, is going to be too much for mm-hmm. Dustin Poirier. Do you think that, um, obviously, you know, do you think that they could stand and they and bang with each other? Do you don't do you agree that Max Holloway has got more of an output on his shots and he is precise with them? Uh maybe more of an output, but mm-hmm. I think Dustin Poirier is about as good as an MMA boxer as you could get. I agree with that, but I think Holloway got like one of the best stats against you know landed strikes. You know, like how many he actually lands precise, you know, precision punching and the output of them. So it's a just. He's throwing them in volume right at your face. He lumped up Ortega, and I agree. I think Poirier is one of the best boxers yeah, in the th- UFC. That's what I'm saying. Like, look at who he did that against: mm-hmm. Ortega and Jose Aldo, who's mm-hmm. not like strict strict boxers. I yeah. mean, Poirier has amazing head movement, mm-hmm. amazing distance, like boxing distance. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard for him to land those double jabs and and those punches like out of nowhere. I think again against the boxer as good as Dustin Poirier. I like it. I definitely like it. It's going to be a great one coming up. Um, before we talk about the next one, I want to give you guys a quick quiz. It's uh, the UFC 236 quiz. Think you know UFC 236? Prove it. This is from ESPN.com. It's mad cool. Is is um, Stylebender versus Gaslam on yeah, that? Yeah, we're going to talk okay. about that right after I give you guys this quiz. There's only 10 questions. All right, Rich? See what y'all know about what's going on about 236. And this is how it goes. Whoever loses has to pay 
for the for the pay per view. No. Dang. All right. Whoever <laughs> loses has to buy the other one the, an egg uh, sandwich. No. Tell the other guy how much they love them. Okay. All right. Rich. Okay. All right. All right. How did you sneak yourself out of this? Because I found it, and I found the agenda. Here we go. Not cool. How many interim title fights have there been in the UFC history entering UFC 236? How many interim title fights have there been in UFC history? Was there 8, 14, 20, or 33? I'm going with 14. I'll go with 8. The answer is 20. Wow. There's been 20. There's really been that many? Yes. All right, here we go. Max Holloway has won four consecutive title fights by knockout. Which fighter holds the record for most consecutive knockouts in a title fight? Is it Chuck Liddell, Randy Couture, Anderson Silva, or Matt Hughes? I'm going. You want to go first, Mike? Holds the record. No, no, I'm going first. Yeah, okay. You go first. Holds the record. I like when you go first. For most consecutive knockouts in a title fight. Who is it? Title fight. I'm going to go with Iceman, Liddell. Chuck Liddell, Frank? Anderson Silva. That's who I was in with. Anderson Silva. Here we go. But I feel like he didn't win by knockouts every Chuck time. Chuck Liddell. Ding, ding, nice. ding, 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 ding. Nice. Rich. Here we go. Rich got one. Dustin Poirier has landed the second most. How about this? Debunked what I just said. Dustin Poirier has landed the second most significant strikes per minute in the UFC lightweight history behind Justin Gaethje. Who is... What is that number? So Dustin Poirier has landed the second most significant strikes per minute. What's the number? 5.4, 5.9, 6.9, or 7.1? <laughs> um, How many does he land per minute strikes? The six point whatever it was. 6.9? Yeah. Frank? 5.4, 5.9, 6.9, Now you can answer with the same thing as well. 5.9. 5.9, Frankie. Answers. The answer is 7.1. Dang, Dang that's a lot. Rich still is in the lead. We're on question four. Max Holloway is one of three fighters to win at least five UFC main events without a loss. Who are the other two fighters? John Jones and Dominic Cruz. John Jones and Chris Weidman. Chris Weidman and Nunez or Nunez and Dominic Cruz? You want to see it? Take a look, say. Take a, take a look, say. Are you two cheating? No. no, we're not cheating. I'm gonna go with Jones and Cruz. Jones and Cruz, Frank. What do you oh. got? I'm gonna have to go back. I'm going with Jones and Cruz. Uh, here we go now. Here we, here we go <laughs> what the now. heck you got us doing here right here? Now. I'm here gonna go with go now. Jones and Weidman. All right, Jones and Weidman. We're trying to have a little quiz here. That's what this we're trying is, to. do. This is wild. Jones and Weidman is correct. Okay. Dang. Boom. Here we go. One one. Kelvin Gastelum will fight. Could this fight. be the last question? Yes. <laughs> Kelvin Gastelum will fight on the anniversary of his Ultimate Fighter win. What season of the Ultimate Fighter did Gastelum win? What season did he win? 12, 15, 17, or 19? I have no idea. Yeah, that's the point. This is a guessing game. What 15. Got? 15. Ultimate Fighter 15. Ultimate Fighter 15. Kelvin Gastelum made his appearance. 19. 19. The answer is. 17. <laughs> Y'all are tied. Yo. Y'all are tied. Is, Y'all are tied. Out of five questions, we got two right. Yeah, you stink. You want me to keep going or you want to end These are game? stupid questions. This is sun and death. So whoever right. gets the next one wins. I love you, Rich. Hey, I everybody. love you too, Frank. <laughs> All right, ended right there. We right. have some nice bonding time when we go on our hikes. Kelvin Gastelone versus Stylebender. Who wins and why? Frank, you start. Stylebender because he's better. Okay, Stylebender because he's better. Rich. I'm going to go with the same thing. Wow, I mean, I, really? I love Gastelum, but I just think Stylebenders is a from from the last fight. I know it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a tough match for Gastelum. He's smaller. He needs boxing distance, which he's not gonna get a whole lot of. Uh, Stylebender is gonna be way outside. He's gonna keep that kicking distance, and he's gonna land strikes and probably win by decision. And I think he's more like creative with strikes, Stylebender. And I think that's what I don't think. I think that might catch Gastelum a little bit. Okay. I don't okay. Know. I just, I, I with like that Gastelum. being said, he has a puncher's chance for sure. Yeah. I like Gastelum. I like Gastelum's output. I think he's going to rush him, close the distance, bang him up, hit him with big strikes, put him down, get the belt. Move I, would, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It wouldn't I, I mean, him. I wouldn't be surprised if Stylebender just technically beat him, but 
I seen Stylebender versus Anderson Silva, and I didn't think he showed him his best. Now I'm not comparing yeah, Anderson that, Silva to Gastelum, but I, but Gastelum is going to close the distance. That's not a Stylebender that you want to like. I wouldn't take that Stylebender because no, of that wasn't not. him. But that's the most recent. I'm you, just going on based off of what I've like seen that, him though, do. Out of respect, that's what I'm like, saying. That, that wasn't him. Ah, yo, you're in the locked in the cage. You can't be respecting anybody once that happens. You gotta start banging. It happens. Like, what if you, God forbid, what if you respect the guy too much and he knocks you out? Could have happened. It could have. Yeah. Well, you got you can't live, you can't play like you can't fight like that. At least in my opinion, Conor McGregor versus Khabib, little drama for your mama happening with these two here. One question and one so question only: it. Is this the fight? Does this fight just happen before Khabib fights the winner of Holloway Poirier? Does Conor come back sooner than we think? I mean, not sooner than we think. When he's done. He comes back when Khabib comes back and they fight each other. Do you think that's what all this drama is about? That's what Connor's trying to do? Possibly. He, he's trying to get the big fight again, the huge Why money fight your again. Retirement, uh, I don't know. I'm just saying there's a lot of drama. To me, Connor at this point is just a clown and just someone on Twitter yeah. that talks a lot. Okay. I agree. And I'm over it and I don't want to see him in the octagon again. Oh, I lost, that's not nice. I lost a lot of respect from him. From the from this past, there, there's great fighters in the UFC. We don't need them. Go somewhere. Yes, the UFC isn't gonna die if they lose to Conor McGregor. I agree. The they're gonna keep on moving. They mm-hmm. have they have great athletes coming up. It's like Conor. What are you doing? If you, you wanted either- to talk smack, cool. Yeah. Then talk it, but don't announce your retirement. Then be calling people out, and now you say you want to fight him again. It, it's enough. Yeah, I agree. Too much drama. Got to stop the drama. Want to fight? Fight. Like I said last week too. Got to stop. The fans don't want to hear it no more. The fans are tired of it. Yep. Stop doing it. <clears throat> Just, I mean, you but can send the, the tweets too. out and you can have fun. Try not to disrespect fe- people, but send the tweets out, have fun, promote your vodka, promote your new rosé you got going on now, promote your clothing line, promote everything you want to promote. I got no problem with that. But don't retire, unretire, and, and like jump around for fights. I understand you got a lot of money. Either fight or don't fight. But yes. the UFC ain't paying you with Mayweather versus McGregor's paying you. So fight been, somebody. And this guy's been running his mouth for the past three fights and he lost all three. Right. So like, Right. At some point, you got to stop running your mouth and mm-hmm. you got to start showing up to these fights. Exactly. You can't take a couple L's and then keep talking. Like you're, like you're, you know, you're walking away with W's. Let's, let's jump into a little. What you got? Sanchez hit three home runs tonight. Shout out to Sanchez. Yanks. Torres see, hit the, one. This is the point where we could watch highlights here. When we get when we're in the middle of a podcast, it'll be dead air for about 20 minutes and then we'll realize <laughs> that we're recording. Quickly in the NFL, Demarcus Lawrence gets a five year, $105 million deal. 65 of a million of it guaranteed. That's the real talk of it. I'm pumped as a Cowboy fan to lock down a guy of that caliber, franchise them for a year, was going to franchise him again, but I, but I believe they did it just to buy themselves a little time, which they did. You got to lock down that guy. He's got to be a Cowboy for a really, really long time. I don't think you guys have much on that. So, Frank, what do you think about the Jets uniforms? Jets got new uniforms. Like them, don't like them. Man, They're okay, like the okay. last ones. Okay. Richard, you see them? You see yeah. the new unis? They're nice. Mm-hmm. I, They're okay. I, I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it, it's cool. Everything is cool, but it's like, I, I don't think you, you made much of a difference, you know? Changing the uniform isn't going to make them a better team. So. Correct. Correct. I think it's going to give them their mojo, you know? Give them, a little could, more, yeah. give them a little more mojo when they're going out there. Let, but, let me see if you agree with me here. But that might end after game two. Greatest New Jersey announcement was the Falcons from the old ones. To the new ones when Michael oh, Vick was yeah, there, yeah, those definitely. new jerseys were without a doubt. crazy, without a doubt, without a doubt. That's the best one. I'm just the, the, the Jets one is like you know gets the most flack out there, so I want to hear what people want to say. Jeff fans, let us know what you think about the new uniforms. Russell Wilson, a little controversy here with the Seahawks. I think they'll figure it out. I hope they do. When's that date? They said you know the date when I don't, I don't they have know to the tell exact them what's date. going on or not. No, there, but, there's a there's a date where they don't figure something out. Like Russell said, this is the date we need to figure something out by. Right, or what? I, Sitting I, out. Could could he, could they still trade? Like, could he still walk? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think he's in there. But here's the deal: the more important thing, as the Seahawks, what do you do? If you're the Seahawks, what do you do? You got to pay this guy. You got to do whatever this guy wants. He mm-hmm. is, he's your whole team. Right. He's he's the backbone of that team. You lose him, that you lose him, that team is nothing. He makes everything happen for that offense. They Agreed. Have, they have no. They have no wide receivers. They have no running back. To me, I think they're trying to rebuild. Like I don't think they wanted to go to the playoffs last year. It just so happened that 
they coached themselves into that. And because Russell, Wilson, Russell Wilson is a good quarterback. Yeah, but I think they're in a rebuilding stage, so I don't really think that they – they might not even want to keep him. Wow. That's if they could trade him for, like, a, a first-round pick or something like that, I'm sure they would. Yo, you would that's trade a quarterback. Russell no, no, Wilson? No, 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 no. I'm not saying I would, but mm. I'm just saying what they are doing. They're trying to rebuild. Well, I see what your thought is in trying to rebuild, like, on the, on the defensive side, really. They got rid of a ton of defense, but offensively, they pretty much have the same wide receivers, quarterback, tight end is flip flopping every now and then, and the running back game is flip flop. But the line is the same. I mean, the stat, the, the, those guys are there, like those guys ain't haven't really moved too much, right? But who do they have? I agree. They with don't you. pay any of those. I guys, agree with you. So why move them? You, but at thir- you're gonna you're gonna say to yourself, at 30 years old, this guy's just turning 30, in his prime. Probably, and I I know I don't know the exact stat, but he has the most touchdowns and the least amount of picks in the last two years, at least two to three years. Leads the NFL most touchdowns to the least amount of. He, was it? He, he's ridiculous. Was it last year where he had like he was a part of every single touchdown that they had? He either threw it or ran it in. Something every like single that, touchdown yeah. that team had. Yeah, it might have been. I think it was last year or the year before. It's crazy. Something crazy like that. Been in the Super Bowl twice, won once, should have won, won twice. The other time. Um, guy's unbelievable, bro. Guy's absolutely unbelievable of a player. He's the most underrated quarterback to me. Is he? Is he top ten quarterback in the NFL right top now? Top five. Yeah. Okay. Top, I would. So I would go five, but definitely ten. Name five quarterbacks better than Russell Wilson. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Ooh. Um. <laughs> Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Russell Wilson's right there. So he has a shot to be in top five, but I would like a safe roundabout. He's in in the 10. Has to be in the top five. Has to. Furthest is five. Four or five, I think he he, he sits in there, but definitely in my mind, top five. Got to pay a guy like that who's in the top five in his prime, who's been the face of your franchise, who's done what he has done for that team and for the NFL. To bring back the guy of that stature, because that guy is now allowed to come in the NFL and given a chance, obviously because of Drew Brees, but Russell Wilson revived it, and really just now Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray and everybody gave Johnny Manziel a chance, really. A bunch of guys get an opportunity because of Russell Wilson. He's done so much. And think about all the guys you named in the top five, besides Patrick Mahomes, who you're just giving that based off of one year. Yeah, Mm -hmm. He's the only one there that's a dual threat. Yeah, and and the other three are at the back end of their career. So, mm. I mean, in, in a couple of years, he could be yeah. the number one guy in the yeah. league. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Top? Well, not number one because Pat, when Patrick Mahomes continues to do what he does. You think Patrick Mahomes? Obviously, if he continues to do what he does, that's gonna Jared be, Golf. That just says it for itself. Trubisky. To but me, I mean, he's gonna I don't have a great any, year next year, but Patrick Mahomes isn't gonna have the year he had last year. Can't. I don't think he could. They have film it's on him now. Pr- They're gonna figure out certain things. I mean, he'll still ha- he'll still mm. be an, a great quarterback, but he's not gonna have that fifty touchdown year. It's just not gonna happen. And it's too perfect. That's too perfect. <laughs> How do you top that? Will you throw sixty? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's just not gonna happen. No, it can't happen. Ten thousand so, yards. But, but listen, touch- it'll plateau. But listen, if he throws, if he throws thirty-five touchdowns. Great, and yeah. and, and, he only, and he throws like ten picks. That's a great year. He threw for five thousand yards. If he throws for if he throws for three thousand, that that shouldn't be a down. It shouldn't be. He shouldn't be looked down upon that. And I feel like that happens sometimes with these, especially young quarterbacks. Like if they don't go to their highest, you know, PR, then they should be looked down upon. But to me, bro, I don't think Patrick Mahomes could do that. So I think in the next three years, Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL. You think in the next three years? The only thing, though, like, what do you think? Go, I want you to think about it. Quarterback wise, I think he, yes. But I feel like what Frank's saying is true, too. What's that? Seattle's rebuilding. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to hurt his career. Not, not his career, but it's going to hurt him a little bit. He's not going to be able to perform. I mean, he's going to try. Right. He's a lights out player. He's going to give it all every single game. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be a tough couple years for him, I okay. think. But you think, here's what I agree with Frank in, in the sense of that. If they're deciding that they are rebuilding, then they then getting rid of him is like okay, I I understand it then, because then you want to open free up a lot of space, cap space. That's why you don't want to give him the deal. But 
wherever he goes, I think if he's in Seattle or he go wherever he's going to end up, he's going to be extremely successful because he's so versatile of a quarterback. Yeah, and but the thing is, like, also with the Seattle Seahawks, like, if you are in a rebuilding stage, you know, it might take say three years, and now yeah. Russell Wilson's thirty three. Mm-hmm. You know, w- when you have your team like somewhat assembled for what what it is, and he is a dual threat quarterback, so mm-hmm. he's not going to be like Tom Brady playing until he's fifty years old. Mm-hmm. So around that time, he's probably going to be slowing down a little bit, as far as. Being a dual threat quarterback, right. he'll he'll still be a great quarterback in the league, but he'll be on the decline a little bit. I think so. Yeah, I think it's better for both organizations at this point for what they want to do to move on. Honestly, is to move on from him. Yeah. All right. Like I would. That's what I want to see. I, I want to see him get traded to a team where he could have an impact right now. Well, I, I just I, I hate the Seahawks. As a Cowboy fan, I hate the Seahawks. But <laughs> Russell Wilson is if he stays there. He's so good. I love him. If he stays there, why don't they just build with him there? Like build around him. So you're telling me if you're gonna lose, you're gonna rebuild, you're gonna take Russell Wilson out. He's at an age where you can continue to build around him. And Seattle is a team that's proven they're gonna be pretty good with whatever with, they got. What other teams that's can't be thing, good though. with? If you want to tank the next two years, what are you tanking for though? You got a quarterback. The first round pick. Usually teams tank for quarterbacks though. Right? Well, you could tank for anything. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But that's like the main, usually the main reasons. Like, all right, we need a quarterback. Like, we gotta, we gotta start losing some games here because whatever we're doing, we're not win. Like Seattle's winning games with Russell Wilson. They might not want to be. <laughs> Maybe they don't. <laughs> I, that saying. could be the only reason they don't want to win games no more. They might be like every game, like, damn, I wish Come this guy on, would stop Russell. throwing Look, touchdowns. I trade this guy. <laughs> yeah. Go play somewhere else, bro. Russell Wilson is unbelievable of a player, man. And listen, I think it helps his career. I think, you know, in three years, like I said, three years, Russell Wilson's going to be the best quarterback in the NFL. And I think him being super athletic and getting down, knowing when to get down and scaling back on running as his career goes on, because he's smart enough to know that and evolve his game, he's going to be, he's going to have a long career. And that's what's going to help him. But Russell, I'm a huge fan of this guy, man. I hate playing him <laughs> because I know he's never out of the game. I know he can make anything happen. He's an he, unbelievable player. Right, and he just wants to win. He wants to win, win, win no matter what. While we're talking about Russells, should we move on to the other Russell? Yes, let's jump into the NBA real quick. Let's talk about Russell Westbrook. And me and, me and Mike agreed to this. We kind of talked over the week. And, and the atomic elbow? I've been saying it forever. What do you say? The atomic elbow? Is that what you're going to talk no, about? No, no, not oh. the elbow he dropped on that dude in that game. <laughs> B- best player in the NBA, Russell Wilson. Russell Westbrook. No. Who's better? I think Steph's better. I think Kyrie's better. I think LeBron's better. I think KD's better. I think Harden might be better. Okay. Giannis so is probably man, better. This man, three straight seasons with a triple-double. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But we've talked about this before. That team is built for him to get triple doubles. All right, now hold on a second. The team helps him get a, get what he gets, but they don't help him enough to average a triple double three straight years in a row. Like guys actually have to make shots that he passes the ball to to get in all those triple doubles. So that's he's that's taken out of his hands because now those guys got to score the, at least ten points at least. The, and the rebounds, the other team's big men are going up for the ball when he's going up. Like it's it's not that easy mm. to get rebounds. Twenty to get ten rebounds, fifteen rebounds, which he about I could look up what he averages. I think it's I don't know exactly what I'm gonna look it up right now. But to get as many rebounds as twenty, I know that's the hot ceiling, you know? Or how high it could be, twenty one or whatever it was. At six three is crazy. Yeah. At a guard is crazy. That the game what you're referring to, the twenty twenty twenty, when yeah. he had that is unreal. The only other person to do that was who, Mike? Will Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain, yes. But to me, to me, this is basketball where there's five players on each team, right? If you're the best ever for the last couple of years, you should have at least been in in the finals. The West is so hard, though. Okay, okay you're, but you're that's going, fine. But if you're the best in the NBA, you should be at least— Where's LeBron right now? Those talks. He's not even in the, in the playoffs. But he has been the Speak last— Speak on it, Rich. Nine million years— <laughs> Uh, and, seasons. and Westbrook's been to the playoffs every single year. I think, but never made won. it to the finals. And the man stayed loyal with his team, and he had a, and he rebuild with that team. I'm not saying he's not loyal. I'm just saying he's not the best player in the NBA. How many games does Russell Wilson miss? 
I, I don't know. Almost never. Right? A yeah, guy barely. almost never misses. He barely misses any games. And he plays every single game like it's the last game. He plays 110% every single he's game. he's not adorable. I'm just saying he's not the best player in the NBA. What, to me, when I look at a player, the way Russell, Russell Westbrook plays, mm-hmm. that's what I love seeing. I love the energy he brings to games. I love the way he plays. That's how I would play. I agree. That's how I would be. So watching him is so much fun. This guy is up and down the court. He's shooting, getting a rebound, shooting, getting a rebound. Yeah. It's unreal what he does. Unbelievable. And to do it three years in a row, it's unreal. Not taking anything away from the guy, but he's not the best player in the NBA. So the only thing to me that he's lacking is the championships. That's the only thing he's lacking. He plays in the West. He played with Kevin Durant. They had an opportunity once or twice to win it, to win it all. And then you, we wouldn't have that in the conversation. Okay, it didn't. But who'd they run into? Exactly. And they ran into who? Did he even win MVP ever? Yes. 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 Uh, Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. It's hard to win it last year. He won it the year before that on his first triple double. Right. The first year he averaged a triple double, he won it. Tell me, why why didn't he win it last year? And why isn't he going to win it this year? The man averaged another triple double. Yeah. He averaged a triple. Yo. You know what I mean? It's it's a stat that there's only been like. If LeBron did that, he Mm -hmm. would be MVP every single year. Oh, without a doubt. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I agree, But LeBron's Rich. scoring more points, right? This is what he averages over his career, Russell, Welbrook, Russell, Russell Westbrook, over his career. 23 points, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. If, you're saying, so if you're saying best His in, career. LeBron averages probably what? The, close to 30 a game? You I would think, like right? High 20s. Yeah, check it out. Check, I want to know what that is. Aver- this year, he's 23... Westbrook, 23, 11, and 10. 20, I mean, 23 points is average, no? That's a good amount of points. He's probably overall in the NBA, he's probably like sixth in scoring, you know what I'm saying? There's other guys who got to be higher than that. Giannis is higher. Harden is higher. Paul George is higher. That's nothing. He plays with Paul George, a little less points per game. Paul George is putting up points. I just say he should – listen, I'm not saying whether he is or he isn't the best player in the no, NBA. No, you are. You said that you two discussed no. it this weekend, and but he I told is Rich, the best player in the so NBA. I told LeBron, Rich I wanted to bring this up because I want to start, like, having those conversations. And But it's a good – you can make a good argument for it. I'm just saying if I thought that, how could I be talked out of that? How could I think that someone is better than him? If I'm a Westbrook fan, I'm like, yo – only the only downfall to me at Westbrook is his attitude towards the fans. Yes, that's it. But other than that, plays the hardest, durable, scores a ton of points, rebounds, assists, gets everyone involved. Obviously, super explosive but, team player. But here's the thing: with like another thing to take away from, he had James Harden. I mean, yeah. yeah, he had James Harden and Durant with him. Right, they both leave. Mm-hmm. So he now he's by himself. Coaches are in and out of that. If, uh, they had Billy Donovan for a couple of years. He's gone. Mm-hmm. So he, a bunch of coaches changes. It's hard to to be consistent when you're losing players, getting new guys, trying to to gel with them, you know. And and he, and he has yeah. that game where he, you know, he's kind of he's kind of a ball hog, right? You know, a lot of, a lot of players don't like to play with him because he he wants to control. That's why Durant left too, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's a downfall you're saying yeah. of him? Okay. Well, not 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 even downfall. I just think that's. Another reason why he can never get to the championship okay. game. So, so he has faults. Yeah. Definitely has faults. I think he is a little bit of a ball hog, but how do you but, say that then and then you say he has 10 assists a game? LeBron right here has 27 points a game. He's at, this is his career. Yeah. 27 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Okay. I, I, huh. So not far off. No, all he's beating him is in his points. By what? Four? Yeah, by four. And Westbrook has 11 boards to LeBron's seven. Is that what you said? Yes. And he has 10 assists to LeBron's seven. seven. I'm just saying. I would like to know like where he's averaging on points per game this year compared to everybody else, like on the list. This year, scoring leaders? Yeah. Yeah, get that up, Rich. I'm, listen. It's the, when I seen this guy go 20, 20, 20, it's only been another guy to do it one other time, and he's one of very minimal players to that that average a triple. He's only the he's the only other guy to average a triple double. Him and Oscar Robinson, him and Will Chamberlain. He's in the same sentences as got people that are talking about as legends, and I know LeBron is too, and I know Steph will be too, and Harden as well. But just on the like. On the whole package you get with this guy. 
whole package that you get. And his age, he's at the right age. He's eight, he's 18th overall this year in points scored with 20, 23 points a game. That's Who's, not good. N- name me the top 10. James Harden's one with 36. Paul George is two with 28. Uh, Giannis is third with mm-hmm. 27.7. Steph Curry's fourth with 27.6. And Bede's in fifth with 27.5. Then Leonard, Booker, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Bradley Beal, and Damian Lillard are all tied in ninth. Okay. So at 10 is 20, 26 points a game. Okay. And, and here's the thing. Like, I'm sure he's not first in assists, and I'm sure he's not first in uh, rebounds, right? So he's not, like, the best at Assist anything. He's, he's number just one. really good Assist at he's number one. Assist he's number one. Let's go. Rebounds has got to be five. Who averages more than ten boards a game? Embiid, Giannis, maybe. Homeboy in Denver. To me, like, when I seen that 2020. He's 11th. And rebounds. rebounds. Who's it? Like all centers above him and fo- and forwards. Yeah. But obviously, he, he kind of is that guy. He's like a like a forward that plays point guard. No. Yeah, that's why. But he's six. He's only six three. He plays like every position. He plays every position on the floor. Right. He can guard every position on the floor. He's, so can LeBron. He's that but guy. He's like his game fits a triple double perfectly, and the team helps him out. And that's mm-hmm. just the way I feel. When I seen him average a twenty twenty twenty, I was like, wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But I, you never crush your mind. Best made, best playing. No, all right. <laughs> I was like, wow, that yeah, that's he. He had an exceptional game at what he does. But it's not as though as I was one once in a lifetime exceptional exceptional game. The guy averaged a triple double three years in a row. Before him, Oscar Robinson did it. That's got that's like a twenty year gap. It's got to be right, something like that. Like the, that's his game though. He's controlling everything on the floor. That's his game. That's an aspect of a, one of the great players, I think. It's an aspect of it, but it doesn't mean you're the best. MVP, we that's a, that's an aspect. He had to be MVP. Got to be pretty good for that. Averaging, doing a lot of things, getting a lot of wins. I don't know. I think the only thing stopping him is his chips. He got to get I'm his a chips huge up. Russell Westbrook fan. Yeah, man. Huge. I'm not saying whether I think it or not. I'm just saying I got to. There's another I, I'm stat teetering. too. I think he's 31 games straight right now with a triple double. Let's go. Russell Westbrook. Let's talk about yeah, that's his game. Let's talk about two more things before we wrap up this episode. Well, I got, I got. What, what are you going into right now? I'm still in the NBA. NBA. Yeah. Okay. You um, going to NC? But we're going to talk about that right at the end. Uh, D Wade retiring. Right. D Wade's last year in the NBA. Man, I want to give a shout out to D Wade. One of the most exciting, awesome personalities, players, everything in the league from jump start to finish. I think if D Wade didn't have the injuries that he has. And the opportunities outside of basketball, but mainly the injuries, he would still play one or two more years. It's going to be weird not to see him, you know, back uh, next year. But shout out to D Wade, phenomenal career, couple championships, did it right. You know what I'm saying? Wanted to stay in Miami really his whole career, but I don't know if they wanted him at the end, and then he might have felt sour about it. Went to play in Chicago, where he's from. Got that opportunity and got the opportunity to come back to Miami. And it, he went to the Cavs for a little bit. Oh, that's right. For like that little period of time when yes, LeBron right. got all those guys there, and then uh-huh. he, before the All Star traded break, his man, yeah, I peace, <laughs> and then he went back to Miami. LeBron trades his man. <laughs> wasn't yo? He was in Poland. He was actually playing good though for the yeah, Cavs. Yeah, I remember. I don't know his stats, but he was he was putting up some points with them. He was oh, doing yeah. what he had to do. He's killing it this year. He's playing so good, so good. But man, Dwayne Wade, would you say Dwayne Wade? One of the best plays, not of all time, but just one of the best plays you've my seen play. play? Yeah, yeah, by far. Right? Frank, you Definitely. think so? Dwayne Wade, one of the best plays that you've watched like since you've been watching basketball in your yeah. lifetime? And and to me, he played like my style. He had swag to, yeah. to his game. He's the man, bro. He is the man. And he just flew around the floor. Flash, Shaq gave him the nickname Flash. Him and Shaq won a chip together. You know, obviously when Braun came over him, Braun and Bosh won a couple together. Um, Dwayne Wade, though, man. I wish that era would be removed like the steroid era of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's one of the best eras ever in basketball, bro. And one of the best eras in baseball that, was the steroid era, as much as it's... It was. You know what I mean? It was. That was an exciting time in baseball. It definitely was. LeBron, Melo, Dwayne Wade all coming out in the same year, just coming onto the scene in basketball, giving it the... Poof, revive it. Revive basketball That's back. That's not the era I'm talking about. What era are you talking about? When LeBron went to Miami. 
Oh, okay. You want to erase <laughs> that error? Yeah. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> totally agree. If that didn't exist that three years, I'd be, I'd be the great the, a basketball fan. So. I'd be the biggest. Le, I'd be the biggest LeBron James fan ever. That soured me up, man. When he went to Miami, soured me up. Call me a hater. Call me whatever you want. <laughs> I'm just saying, when he went there, I hated the. I hated the Heat. Why are you going to play with the Heat, man? I roll with the Knicks. Shoo, man. Oh man. All right. One more thing before we get into the tournament. Rookie of the year: Luka Doncic or Trey Young. Really quickly. That's tough. I'm a big Trey Young fan. I think he's All right, stick with your man's then. So Trey Young. Frank I'm Luca going Trae or Trey Young for rookie of the year. I like Luca. Okay. I do too. I like Luca for two to win that. I and just like how Trey Young plays. I, I, I listen, I do too, bro. <laughs> I play like Trey Young. I'm shooting right? it from from the half court if I could. I'm shooting from wherever I, threes are raining. Harden or Giannis, MVP. Paul George. Okay, I like it. Giannis or Harden, George. MVP. Giannis. Yeah, I think Giannis gets it. Too. Yeah, Giannis should get it. It's going to be but tough to beat that guy. Harden, man, with him dropping, I think he's averaging 36 points. Interesting. Neither yeah, one of you said Russell Westbrook. Yeah, it is interesting. I don't think I get an option on that. Okay, you I'm said changing. Paul George, who is his teammate. Yeah, I forgot. All right, I'm changing that. Westbrook. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, that's who I would pick. i pick Westbrook, but I know that's not even an option. So... Which is why. He's probably like fourth or fifth in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so the NCAA tournament wrapping up, right? Michigan We're down to our final two. Michigan State played. Um, Virginia. Well. No, no, I'm sorry. Texas, Texas Tech, Tech. Last night, Virginia. Uh, Texas Tech versus Michigan State. Texas Tech won, right? And then Virginia played <laughs> Auburn. Come on, Rich. You're supposed to get it popping dog <laughs> Virginia versus Auburn very controversial game man yes. the guy from Virginia that that was a that was a double off dribble his foot. off the off the foot goes by that should have been a double dribble wasn't called um and then the foul in the corner I agree with and he hit all three shots yeah he's got to gotta let him, him come down and he jumped from one area to the next they call it a A to B movement in the referee world if you jump in one place but land in another, it's an A-B move. And that's what he did. And he landed and didn't give that guy enough room, bumped him. But really, it's hurtful because the back, the double dribble. Oh, yeah. Should have gave the dribble. ball back to Auburn. But, so it's Virginia versus Auburn. Who you got? No, Virginia versus Texas Tech. That's what I meant to say. Virginia versus Tech. <laughs> that, Virginia Yo, wins that game. I'm going Texas Tech. Okay. I'm going with what you were saying from the beginning, Mike. Let's go. You were right. Right? This team is unreal. Wow, bro. I seen it the first game I watched them play. <laughs> bro, if I would have known knew about them. You called it. It's, it's on this podcast yeah. that you said that this If team I would have knew about them, I would have rolled with them, bro. I seen them play in one game. I was like, oh, my gosh. Who is this? How do I know? How do I not know about this team? But that's what I'm saying, man. I need to get up earlier and start watching more <laughs> sports, bro. So I know about those tricky teams instead of just like, you know. I mean, I know tricky stuff but in football, but not enough in college basketball. But Texas Tech, I say beats Virginia as well. I love Texas Tech. I love the coach. I love Clover, four-leaf Clover, Jared Clover. Mahone, uh, um, what's my man, the point guard's name? Mooney. Mooney is the man. I love the whole squad, man. I love the whole squad. Frank, who you got, Virginia, Texas Tech? I'd be lying if I said I cared at all. Okay. So Frankie's <laughs> going Texas Tech as well. <laughs> And uh, Rich, do you got something else? Yeah, I was. I just want to know your guys' opinion now. Mm. Now that Duke's not in this game, what's the image that we get left with this team going into the season? We were right. debating in the beginning of the season that hey. this team's gonna be better than Fat Four. And listen, I could, Fat I, Five, Fat right. Four. Well, I wasn't. I didn't say they were. I know, but that was the whole debate that going into the debate. season. And remember, the other debate was this: Alabama. No one's beating Alabama. No one is beating Duke. No one's beating the Warriors. That was the debate we had on this podcast, right? Who's beating those teams? Bama off. Bama down. Boo, Duke down. I'm just saying, bro. Warriors are next. I'm just saying. <laughs> KD leaves, comes in New York. <laughs> Yo, I'm, two of the teams that everybody said can't be beat. Everybody's had this discussion. Down, down. Can I predict what something do you on think this of podcast this team, right though? now? Yeah, go ahead. Kevin Durant to the Lakers. Dang. No, you just you just no, seen no, no. that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I, that's another thing I heard. You missed the interesting. That's interesting. And my man, when I listen back on the podcast, hits us this with is what the, I heard. No, no, no. No, no, yeah, no. I'm telling me and you. No, no, no. I got to keep it going because <laughs> like if I don't tumbo. keep it going, you're going to talk over me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to start doing the finger wave. Yeah. <laughs> well, KD to the Lakers. Why? 
Because you seen the because little chatter they did? No, oh. I ain't got nothing to do All with right. no chatter. Okay. okay. The little chatter that you seen there when they were doing that, just to stir something up. Them two at the game the other night, hitting them each other <laughs> yeah, with yeah. that joint. Get out of here. What 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 do you guys think of this team now? And you know, listen, it's the NCAA Af- tournament. Anything could happen. You shouldn't look at a se- team's whole season based on a tournament. That's just like the icing on the cake. I feel like is that. You know, you okay. You're national champions. You ba- you won a tournament, is what you did, and that's a great feat. But Duke handled business, bro. They were a great team. That's a great team. When we look back on this team, we're gonna say these guys are gonna have great careers in the NBA. I definitely think that. But it was a tournament. You lost the tournament. You know what I'm saying? Like and you had a great year. Pretty much all freshmen. I mean, yeah. it's a really young. Yeah. Team. It you would have been great phenomenal year. for them to win. Right. Right. But they already had a great year, whether they won or lost. Whether they got eliminated, you know, if they were to get eliminated in the first and second round, I, I honestly wouldn't look at them any differently because it's a tournament, a one game that you not know who you're playing against. You could have a bad game and lose. Yep. You don't get, and they almost lost twice. Yeah. Close games. Very Zion close played games. Like a, Zion had a, uh, an Beast amazing of a tournament. tournament run. Beast. He ended up winning uh, the college athlete or college basketball player of the year. Okay. Uh, you know who the, was the only two other freshmen? That was my next question. I okay. do know. So we'll ask Mike. There's only two other freshmen won this award. Mm-hmm. Could you name them? Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant. Yep, those were it. You saw it too, huh? I did not. <laughs> I did not, and I was very surprised. Like, if it was anyone later than Kevin Durant, I think I would have lost. But I know, I, bo- I know both of them as freshmen were murdered it. Absolutely yep. murdered it. Those two and Zion are the only three freshmen to ever win that award. And I think Anthony Davis won the national championship his freshman year. <laughs> Kevin Durant didn't at Texas. I think Anthony Davis did at Kentucky. Or he came really close. One of the two. I'm not absolutely sure. But, man, that team is really good, bro. Duke's team is really good. They shouldn't be looked at, you know, for any different at all. Um Zion's going to be picked high. I think individually, they improve their individual, like, stock, those guys. and they sh- But they were already a great team. I think that's what the tournament did. I you think that's what the tournament does. It improves your stock, and you could, like, going into the NBA, like, other people nationally start to see how really good this guy is. You know what so I'm saying? So that whole debate, Fav- the Fab Five versus Duke. No, Fab it's still fives. a good debate. It's still yeah. a good debate, yeah. But I just think that Fab Five, the, the the Fab Five team wins, and I think they're better. I just I don't know why. That's what I just think. But it, listen, they 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 this Duke team is great, bro. Absolutely <laughs> great. How about I see my boy Mike <laughs> oh, Trout came back. hit four home runs in the last three games? Yeah, that's my dog, Mike Trout. That is my dog. Sanchez did that too, but that's cool. Bro. Um. What do you think about Cal Perry signing a lifetime deal with Kentucky? With Kentucky, they lifetime. Don't, they it? don't. Yeah, they, but where's he going? He ain't going anywhere they, anyway. But right? it's no, even after he's done coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. UCLA. Go front, front he office. was. There was debate. There was talk about him going to UCLA. Mm-hmm. No shot. But he ended up signing that. There's no place deal better with Kentucky. than Kentucky. Duke is the only other place or UNC that you're like, okay, I'll leave Kentucky for. You know, we ain't leaving for Kentucky for nowhere else. That is the one of the blue bloods. That's the team that people want to go to and coach in. That's like coaching an NBA team, but in Kentucky. They're going to pay you like that, and they're going to treat you like a legend, and they're going to put a statue outside of Calipari once he's done. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Episode 52. RDC Crew. Podcast. Coming at you. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube. we got a couple videos up there. we got to start figuring out something else for that. Uh, Facebook. Shout us out. Holler at us. I want to give a special shout-out to my dog, Nipsey Hustle, man. Rest in peace, bro. This episode is dedicated to Ray Lewis, but even more of our hearts, a guy, Nipsey Hustle, who tried to change the game, man, tried to influence people in the right way. I know he's a big sports guy as well, so peace and love. We out.